Welcome to Clutch Time with Mike on the mic. It's your favorite mic. You're listening to your favorite podcast. We are here on this beautiful Sunday um, after the Warriors put a hurting on the Trailblazers last night. We're going to talk about that. But first, I do got a special guest on the podcast. My boy EJ um, has break, has graced the podcast with his presence. So we're going to talk about a few things. EJ, tell us a little bit about yourself. What's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Here to bless y'all with a little bit of my knowledge <laughs> today of what's on my mind in this sports world, well, specifically basketball, you know. Yeah. A little bit of this hype on this Dame Lillard. Let's talk about this Zion, you know. Okay, okay. Because um, just to give y'all some background, I've known EJ going on seven, eight years now, and the only thing in sports we agree on is that Allen Iverson is the GOAT. That's it. That's, that's, that's it. it. <laughs> we don't agree on the current NBA. We don't agree on old NBA. We don't agree on college. We definitely don't agree on college. Definitely. We don't agree on anything sports-related except for Allen Iverson. That's it. So, um, as it goes with most of my friends, they be believe I be talking out the side of my neck, and I be believing that they don't know what they're talking about. This is just how the world works. But um, – First things first, since we, you know, we agree on this one thing. In your opinion, as far as we see the NBA today, with guys wearing shooting sleeves and headbands, and everybody's tatted up from head to toe, what do you think Allen Iverson's impact was on the NBA from the time he got into the league until the time he retired? Oh, the impact was incredible. Obviously, it it wouldn't be no. Sleeves, no tattoos, no jewelry, guys wearing whatever they want to wear when they come to the arena. That's that's all air. Yeah. Hands down. That's all air. Yeah. I feel that way too. <laughs> um I know he ain't win no championships. I know um he's you know, he's already in the Hall of Fame and I think his impact on basketball was more cultural than anything else. While he was a great player, I think his impact will be felt from Years to come, because everybody feel like they can wear a shooting sleeve, because clearly Ben Simmons wear one every game. And, and we, I have no idea why. No <laughs> we, idea why. We know he can't shoot whatsoever. No, Let that go, buddy. Right. And um, we saw the other night that Marcus Smart was getting his hair braided during the game. And I didn't see it live, but I seen it on Twitter. And somebody retweeted it and said, they act like this is something new. Like Allen Iverson have his mama braid his whole hair. Exactly. During a game, not during, pre, yeah, not pregame, game. during a game. During a game. So during yeah, game. his impact has been felt. But um, that's enough. That's enough of the stuff we agree on. <laughs> One thing that you have told me, and I see where you're coming from, and I, I, I kind of agree, but then again, I kind of don't. You said you told me you don't like the comparisons between Zion and LeBron. And <laughs> and before I let you go, the only reason why I say. I kind of agree and disagree because, to me, as y'all all know that listen to this podcast, LeBron James is the best player to ever grace a basketball court. Y'all, y'all kiss my ass. Um, I haven't seen since LeBron. This is in two thousand three, so from two thousand four to two thousand and eighteen, I haven't seen a kid come out of college with this type of fanfare kind of media presence, and I haven't seen anybody on the court that dominant. Outside of, as far as dominance, outside of maybe like a Derrick Rose at Memphis or Anthony Davis at Kentucky, as far as number one picks go, ain't seen nobody that dominant. It's somebody that has that kind of effect on the game. 
So that part, you know, I kind of agree with, but you don't like the comparisons because two different games. Okay. Two different games. LeBron, he's going to give you buckets, of course. Dimes is there and rebounds. Zion, I can see points and rebounds, but the assist numbers, I don't think he's actually that crafty with the ball. He does some amazing stuff. Okay. Some amazing stuff. But I think that's more of an athleticism going on. Like, for example, Russ. Used to be the most athletic thing. This year, I don't know. Look like you look like Yeah, look, look like, like you lost the step right. there. Like them the twins he had taking an effect on his right. game. <laughs> Something that's going on down there. But other than that, I don't I don't I don't think he could I don't see him leading nobody to a championship like Barn. Okay. I that yeah, I definitely don't see that. So you don't you don't see that at all. At so, all. So I know two thousand three was a long time ago. Because mm-hmm. I was what going to be I was only in like tenth grade, I think. I think, yeah. I'm old, y'all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> He's old dirt. So right. So I will it I will admit I watched Braun from 11th grade, 12th grade, and I've watched him ever since. And I remember watching him in 11th grade when it was on ESPN, when it was St. Vincent St. Mary's versus Oak Hill, when it was him versus Mello. And Mello was a senior, he was a junior. And my understanding of coming into it was that Mello was by far the best player in the country. Yeah, the way they hyped him up. But then after it was over, I said, well, who is this kid? And – why is he not going to the NBA? And, you know, he was a junior, blah, blah, blah. So, and then after I watched him his rookie year, because he didn't go to college, I'll admit, I didn't think that Braun was going to last in the league as long as he has, because I thought the same thing as far as his athleticism. The fact that this kid sneaks 19 years old, and he jumped in front of the free throw line <laughs> in a game. Like, not in a dunk contest, but in a game with two hands. So I was just like, eventually that's going to fail him. And at the time, LeBron ain't had no jumper. Like, he had a jumper that he wouldn't mind shooting. He wasn't scared to shoot it. But just like we learned his first finals appearance, you pack in the paint, it kind of not effective. So I get that with Zion, I will say he is way more advanced now defensively than LeBron was. And I think the only thing that he don't have – so he don't have a jumper. He don't have a reliable jumper. And it's like a set jumper. Yeah, like, it looks like you're like not a, getting that off. Anymore. Right. You, yeah, because you, you take <laughs> two on the shooter. Ball. You're not getting that off. Facts. <laughs> facts. And I think he doesn't have anything that he does well. He well, let me say that. Let me rephrase that. He doesn't have anything that he does great. He has a lot of things that he does well, but he's not great at one thing. And I think when he gets to the NBA. Just my honest opinion, I think he's going to be more of a Zach Randolph, Julius Randle. He left-handed. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen – he ain't got no postgame. No postgame. He has no postgame. No he's post-game. most effective in the open court. Mm-hmm. So, if he get into – if say he do make it to the playoffs, what are you going to do when you in the half court 95% of the game? It ain't going to look good because we saw it with Duke, and you kept saying it, and I ain't want to believe it. You told me this every time Duke played. He was like, watch when they get in the half in the half court. It's going to get ugly. And I was like, no, you a hater. I ain't trying to hear it. And here we are. These jokers lost to Michigan State 
I don't believe it. Pack it in. Pack, pack, pack it, in. it in. So you you see him more as maybe like a a perennial all star, but I he's not more, about to. Yeah, I think he. I, I use him as I see him as a defensive specialist. I can see him as that, but don't nobody want to be Tony Allen nowadays. It's more of a flashy lead now. Don't nobody want to be the grizzly grit and grind. They don't. People don't believe in that no more. Facts. Defense don't win championships according to this generation. But other than that, nah, I ain't, I don't I don't know the numbers, but I know LeBron didn't come in as heavy as like he what two. Zion is two like two eighty five, and LeBron when he came in. If I ain't mistaken, I think he was probably like maybe 240, 250. That's biggest. <laughs> That's big. <laughs> True. And right, right now, outside of Buddy from Philly, Boban, or whatever you say his name, yeah. Zion is the yeah, biggest big. player in the league, like weight-wise. Maybe <laughs> not height-wise, but I feel That's that. Huge. Like, What do you do? At, like, Do you get him smaller, or do you – is he still gonna grow? I hope. <laughs> I, I mean, because once he get into an NBA program, you gotta lift. Yeah. So yeah. eventually, he gonna get a little bigger. But mm-hmm. if his, his athleticism wane, yeah, career not gonna be long. All that heavy, all that jumping he does, all that weight, man, it's only a matter of time. And I pray it don't happen. But God, you you feel like you feel like he might be. I say Zach Randolph, Julius Randall, only because. He left-handed, and it's not that many. But you know Zach play under the rim, though. It's more of a – Yeah, he can. Yeah, he, he, he use his body. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he Zach, got, Zach got a post game. <laughs> yeah, Zach. Would you – okay. So, I think a better comparison would be to say maybe he's like a – like a Sean Kemp, Blake Griffin. Yeah. Mm, I don't like Blake Griffin. You don't like, you know, I don't like Blake Griffin. I mean, he, I like Brick, though. He, he done changed his game. He has, he, but – He let the athletes – well, he – Got a shot blocked a couple times and realized, hey, I don't got it no more. Okay, so I can't dunk on nobody <laughs> no more. I got to get a jump. Right. Well, I'm with you. I'm sure he's going to go first overall. I don't I, I don't know why the Pelicans wouldn't draft him first overall unless they just feel like he might not fit because they got AD, they got Julius Randle, so either you got to trade AD I think you let Randall go. or let Julius Randle go. And if they let him go, you losing – 16, 18 points a night, nine rebounds. Do we know if Zion can come in and do that on a regular basis? I mean, he did it in he did it in in college at Duke, but he was surrounded by two other one and dones, possibly a one and done or a <coughs> first round pick. Ball. Oh, here we go. He was surrounded by ball. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let, that's a good segue. Um, you told so we got the draft this year. We 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 know. We'll, I'll bring this up later because it's something else I want to talk about. So we noted last year when the recruiting rankings came out, we had all seen the Zion mixtapes. We seen the Cam Reddish mixtapes. We seen R.J. Barrett, and R.J. Barrett ended up being the number one ranked player in the country. And all three of them went to Duke, which was unheard of, crazy because I'm still I'm, I'm still. <laughs> Got my jaw on the ground. Did Zion pick Duke? Because nobody, nobody saw that. Yeah, nobody that. But I feel like you told me after the first when we played y'all, Kentucky, mm-hmm. <laughs> or it might have been when they got into ACC play. I feel like you just randomly texted me and said, "RJ is gonna cost y'all at the worst time." 
and you stuck on that same thing the whole year. season. Oh yeah. So do you feel like RJ is just going to be a bust in the league, or you just feel like because of the way he plays, it's going to be a detriment to whatever team he's on? I actually think his game, I actually think, fits the league, to be honest with you. The way he plays, I just don't think it fit with Duke. Okay. I don't see Duke. Duke was never an ISO school to me. That is not a school to go where it's a one-man show. I've watched Duke since J.J. Redick, and all I've ever seen was threes going up. <laughs> this was the worst shooting Duke team I've ever seen We're not talking in, about my, in my life. Because we did, Because we In my life. So I, I think his game is going to definitely fit for New York or wherever he goes. He probably going to New York probably. But yeah, I think it'll fit. Do you think he's gonna be a star in the league or you feel like he's gonna be like a like a Mike Conley? Like he's a he's a good player, but he's probably never gonna make an all star team. If he go to New York in the East. later down the line, the East is you know, it just all depends on what position he playing. If he plays point, he can definitely <laughs> cause Kyle Lowry's an all star. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he yeah, I definitely see him. He could he could he could make a sneak a couple in. It all depends on what position he in. He a small forward and I don't know they coming nowadays. I don't know about that. <laughs> so the more you kept saying it to me, somewhere in my head I was like, he probably right. <laughs> But I was like, it might not show this year because he got enough talent around him to, yeah. to match that up. But as we saw at the in the game against Gonzaga, mm-hmm. I think he took like the last six. I think that was the game you yeah, told me the, the first time. Yeah. The like first the last six shots. And, I, and then the more I went back and looked at it, I said, man, he's probably right. Mm-hmm. And then the Washington and the Michigan State game, I was like, he's not going to pass the ball. And he did it. And here we go. We lost. And now I'm sitting here listening to UNC fans <laughs> talking junk after they had already lost the weekend yeah, before. Oh, yeah. But whatever. But yeah. <laughs> I think Zion – not Zion. I think R.J. Barrett, his biggest detriment is he ain't got no moves. None. He's, he's, he's not going to cross you. He's not going to blow past you. He's not that great of a three-point shooter. And if he about to go to New York – the only time if, – if he go to New York and the Knicks don't get KD or Kyrie and they don't get some other big name, it's going to be hard for him because they're going to be looking at him like, it's you and Dennis Smith. Y'all going to have to figure it out. And I think he – you know, with the way the NBA is now, as soon as you get drafted, hey, we need you to produce. You, you to. ain't got time to learn. Especially so in New York. Those fans over there. They've been hungering since 1963. Man. So – it shoot even mellow with them fifty four wins that one year. That seemed like a long time ago. A long time ago, I seen somebody put something on Twitter the other day. I said, "Man, good times, <laughs> good times." And we acting like this one a few years ago, yeah. but I don't know. I think the the person that suffered the worst out of that whole Duke team was Cam Reddish. Yeah, he gave up. I think time. if Cam Reddish had Zion's motor, Cam Reddish would be unstoppable. That's the one I felt like should have been getting the ball in the ISO. That's the one that has the moves. The games he go off Florida State, uh, he went off so many games, and it was he was just doing some ridiculous stuff. Then I seen I seen something on Twitter. It was a couple uh, guys he played against high school. They was talking about who was the hardest person you had to guard in high school. And dude was like, "Oh, Cam Reddish." He said off the top of his head, real quick, and he was like, "How many buckets did?" One guy was like, "He gave us 40. The other dude was like, 40. 
It's like I ain't gonna tell you what he really had, but we'll go with four. <laughs> I said, yeah, I believe it. He, his game is smooth, man. I, I just he just got overshadowed, man. He just he just gave up the ball so willingly to True. other people, man. True. There was, but then also I think the one thing that was hurting him is a lot of kids can play, but a lot of kids can't play. Mm-hmm. You can go out into a gym and destroy everybody. If you're in high school, if your talent level is just that high, ain't nothing they can do to stop you. But a lot of kids don't know how to play. Like, you don't have that high of a basketball IQ yet. And I felt like that was part of his problem because some of the plays he used to make, it'd be like he'd get the rock, and I'm like, he about to drive, and Buddy's already in position. He'd yeah, do it anyway, yeah. and now you got a foul. Now you got three fouls in the first ten minutes. Go sit on the bench. But then there was some games, like when he played against Louisville, where it was like, Zion who? Yeah, Look, right. at yeah. Look at Cam. Just Look at Cam. Um Another thing with Duke, and it's your favorite school, that other blue. Uh, he's a Kentucky fan. Yes, sir. Making UK ter- Nation, go Big Blue. Making terrible decisions. Big Blue. Um, y'all did it first. <laughs> we did it last. Well, we did it next. But since what, 2012, y'all won the championship. Mm-hmm. Then we won it in 2015. And ever since then, it's been a bunch of uh, Sweet 16, Elite 8s. Yes, go home. Go home. Go home. Go it's home. depressing. Losing the schools in our conference. Where they do that at? <laughs> it's just sad. <laughs> I heard losing to freaking Tom Izzo in Michigan State. No shade to Tom Izzo. Great coach. No shade to Tom Izzo. That, <laughs> Michigan State is horrible. <laughs> They're there every year. I don't know how. <laughs> <laughs> because I think they got it. I think, I've. to be honest, I've had enough of the one and done thing. It was cool. With Kyrie and Jabari <laughs> Parker, even though can you imagine Kyrie if he would have played? Oh my god! At one point, <laughs> at literally at one point, I thought about it. Duke starting five could have been Kyrie, Jabari Parker, Mm-mm-mm. Jaleel Okafor, Justice Winslow, and I uh, like Jay, or I think it was Brandon Ingram at one point, and have like Austin Rivers and Tyus Jones and all of them coming off the bench. Y'all would have had all that. We'd have been stacked too, though. I mean, yeah, but y'all wouldn't have beat us. We clearly had the better coach. The game would have been better than the NBA Finals, I think. Facts, facts. <laughs> so after this year, and we didn't win it, I'm I'm over the one and done thing. Like it was cool. It was nice to brag in the spring, like, yo, we got a number one recruiting class. We about to bust y'all. We about to kill y'all. Then last year when we got Zion, I said, oh. We definitely went in the championship. And then after that first game against y'all, that was the measuring stick. I'm the number one and two recruiting classes. And we, we – They made that difference look so big. Man, and then we lost to Michigan State. Oh, my God. So, y'all haven't won a championship since 2012. It's 2019. We, we, we pulling up on a decade real quick. You feel Do you feel like the one-and-done experiment is over, or do you feel like – Maybe you can get one or two one and dones and then get a bunch of players you know that'll be there for two to three years, or do you think maybe y'all just ain't getting the right kids for the program? Uh, well, it's it's Kyler Perry for one. He he's one and done. He's not gonna change his ways. It's his way of the highway. Um facts. I think me personally, I like to see kids stay in school so we can have those stack squads or at least have a little bit of bench because that's what's killing us right now. We have maybe one through three and have two solid big men, but when that bitch come in, we don't have that what we had 
back in those 2012 years when we could have that platoon and we can switch out and bring off Devin Booker off the bench and he'll give you 20. <laughs> and we had that on the bench. That's that we he's, don't have that. He's an all-star <laughs> yeah, All-star Venus getting buckets. Coming off the Looking like college. a shooting guard that's gonna be in the league for a pretty long time, but he yeah. has to get out of Phoenix. Facts. Has to. That that is the depth trap. But yeah. <laughs> Didn't y'all have Eric Blesso on that team too? Yeah, Eric Blesso too. That's, yeah, we was that's stacked. wild. Yeah. It we was, was Anthony Davis, Michael <laughs> Kidd, Girl Kiss. Wasn't Jeremy Lamb on that team too? Jeremy Lamb, uh, nah, he played for uh, Connecticut. UConn. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. UConn. But y'all had a team. Oh, yeah, we y'all had, had a squad. squad. We had a whole platoon. So, <laughs> as I would, as any, I would ask Coach K. So, what do you think? What do you think? If there's one thing you could change about that program, what would you change? About Kentucky program? Yeah. <sighs> it's kind of like you got to live and die with it, man. It, College, uh, like, I understand why they leave. I mean, because they're not paying the players. Right. And these guys are starving, leaving, you know, not not knowing their backgrounds and stuff. So I can't be like, yo, yeah, you should stay because this and that. But you don't know what they're going through. So I kind of live with it, man. I, I wish people would stay more, but I can't. If people stay more than the next recruit, they feel like they should be starting. Nobody wants to take that back road. So that's, that's why people are – Getting up and getting people transferring. That's why all that is going on. So it's hard to say, man. And that whole last piece you just said about kids these days not <laughs> wanting to sit, I feel like it's your generation fault because <laughs> all y'all feel like I'm, you know, my stuff don't stink and I'm the best player. Case in point, my man's from Duke that was committed, Boogie Ellis. He literally came out and said, because Trey Jones stayed, and we got Kasai Stanley. I don't think I'm getting any minutes. So you decommit, cool, they let you go. So I'm thinking, oh, he probably about to go to a school where there's probably not a starting point guard. He goes to Memphis. Like Memphis ain't got the number one. Loaded. Like that, they are loaded. Like, and they guarantee they will not win the championship next year. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to Memphis, like they don't have the number one recruiting class in America. And I don't know if he know who he's going to play for. I don't know if he's seen oh highlights of Penny. But um, I'm pretty sure Penny going to be like, yo, if you're not playing like I used to play or you're not playing as hard, you're going to sit on the bench. Sit down. And I can understand why kids want to go to Memphis because we we all know yeah, everybody loves Penny Hardaway. And if you don't know who Penny Hardaway is because you're too young, go watch some YouTube highlights. Penny Hardaway was the truth. Had he never got hurt, Shaq would have never left Orlando. And Kobe would, would not, not have no chips. Oh. You hear that? You hear me good. Listen good. None. None. Oh, man. Sorry, Kobe. I want y'all to know he was a tag along for three championships, and I'm not the only person that feels that way. How many How many finals MVP you went for that? None. Okay. Shout out to Shaq. Anyways. Oh, oh I can't wait till my Kobe people hear that. It's going to be disgusting. Who's that on the podcast? I don't respect him. That's fine. Um. So... We see it. We 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 kind of know every year as far as college basketball, who gonna be at the top. There's always a surprise team, and I guess we both gotta eat our words because Virginia finally won a championship, <laughs> and we just gotta live with that. The fact that they won a championship, can't believe it. Yeah, Texas Tech killed my whole soul. Yeah, I don't know how that. What's his name? Jared Culliver. Yeah. Boy, you you. <laughs> oh, 
I had so high mom, so I, much high hopes. We let Virginia win. Virginia. Not not like Louisville or 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 Michigan State finally coming to win another one or some team like Tennessee or Florida from the SEC or UCLA or something like that for the from the Pac twelve. But we let Virginia. Virginia. And got, nothing was fancy about that game. Facts. They have kids we have never heard of. Didn't know they was even ESPN recruits out here. Lost three games the whole season, twice to the same team. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Any anyway. schools like that to be to get the four year return? Well, I mean, they don't have no choice. They that's how they have to recruit. You're not about to go tell the number one kid in the nation, "Hey, come play for Virginia." I demand that you play defense forty minutes a game, and you're probably not going to score a lot. Yeah, come here. Yeah, right. I got one ring, and Coach K calling me with five, or Calipari who puts people in the league every year. I'm going over there. I'm not playing for Virginia. But for college basketball, we know every year, same teams. Y'all, us, UNC, sadly. Uh, you know, some SEC schools, maybe Tennessee, Rick Barnes is probably going to do what he did at Texas. They're going to make the Sweet 16 every year and blow it. Um Michigan State's always there. Michigan's been there the last few years. We've seen the recruiting classes. We've seen who's coming back, who left. Think I got a chance next year? Nope. Oh, let me see honest. <laughs> nope. Yeah, uh, we'll be somewhat what we was last year. Uh, I don't even see us. We probably won't even be the top dog. It, well, nah, we probably won't be the top dog in the SEC. But... <sighs> I don't know what's going on right now. <laughs> I can't even lie to y'all. I don't know what's going on right now. And I'm I'm with you. Uh, <laughs> the last few years, I didn't have such high hopes for Duke, and they've just let me down. And then the, this year, outside of uh, what's his name, Vernon Carey, he looked like the only one and done we got. Cause um, Kasai Stanley definitely gonna be in school for like two years if he <laughs> dumb if you leave. And what's the Wendell Moore? He looks like he looks like a lesser version of Justice Winslow, and that's Justice Winslow wasn't he wasn't all that to me coming yeah, out either. Yeah, not coming out, no. not coming. I mean, he made up for it. He had some big games, but yeah. So I feel like our whole recruiting class should stay at least a year, except outside of Vernon Carey. I can see him leaving. That's uh, I don't know if he's coming back. He went to the he put his name in the draft. Wow. Well, he put his. They wanted to go get the feedback and see. Now he ain't hiring no Asian. Yeah, he ain't hiring no Asian or nothing. But I haven't got a confirmed report that him and and Delorier is coming back. So we might, you know, be without two of the bigs. And if we ain't got them, we really ain't got no bench. So I'm just, you know, I probably be silent all of college basketball (laughs) season because I really won't have much to talk about. Um, So honestly, I'm gonna say this. You probably gonna look at me sideways. I can see Virginia going back to back. Back to back? Because every year it seemed like they have a player to come out of nowhere to end up being a draft pick. And I know Deion. Huh? Guy senior? I think he's going to be a senior this year. Oh, Lord. And DeAndre DeAndre Hunter was the only one I know that left for sure, where he they talking about he's probably going to be a top 10 pick. All the rest of them is just guys, they put their name in the draft, but come back. Mm-hmm. Come back. Well, though. <clears throat> I can see it being Virginia. Michigan State got their whole squad back except for one player. And they just went to the Final Four, so. And then they getting uh, – well, no, everybody was a senior that got hurt. 
So who knows? I, I probably was probably, I would probably say Virginia, but then again, watch some school we never even think about come yeah. out of nowhere. Next year probably be something like next year could be a year like a Zaga year, to be honest with you. And Zaga trash. <laughs> Every year, maybe thirty and three. Lose the first weekend. It never fails. Boy, I don't care who they have. But they always get to the final four. And then they, they blow it. It never fails. Huh. Well, we'll see. You talk about the selection committee. Because y'all are horrible. I hate you. <laughs> God, I hate you. Selection Sunday be having us sitting back like, <laughs> how? Exactly. Wait, why did y'all put them? Yeah, it's, it's yeah. wild. But I will admit, selection Sunday is one of the funnest things. And then like we did this year. <laughs> We was talking cash jump every game, boy. Your bracket done, and then come to find out, my bracket be done. Wallace, old punk self, won, and he knew he was out the weekend he was before. Out there, yeah. We we thinking he got done for. Man, this joker came out of nowhere and won it. He let it marinate, and he texted me randomly, "Hey, remember I won? Uh, let me cash up your ten dollars, man. Get out, get out my phone." I bro. think I cashed them like two weeks before. As soon as Kentucky went down, I think I cashed them. I had my hopes up. I know it threw my whole bracket off. When Tennessee lost, I said, oh, that's it. I told you not to put your face in. Look, man, they were winning. <laughs> they you. were winning. Only reason they lost is because Buddy from, from Purdue went off. Anyways, moving on, moving on. Um, so that was the first half of the podcast. We just had to touch on some things. We're going to get with the NBA real quick. Um, EJ will be back for the second segment. We will take a quick break to hear from the sponsors. And we'll be right back, and I'm y'all gonna listen to EJ talk about uh, some of his some of these play people in the playoffs that have been knocked out, Poo-poo. some that are still playing, <laughs> and we're gonna just let him rant because if y'all can see some of these messages between the two of us, <laughs> it's pretty funny. So we'll be right back with more clutch time with Mike on the mic. All right, y'all. Welcome, welcome back to Clutch Time with Mike on the mic. We have a breaking news development that we're going to talk about at the end of this because EJ just said something. I almost fell off this damn couch. I don't believe he just said what he said. But before we get to that, um, EJ is probably the only Oklahoma City fan I know in real life. Yep. <laughs> I, I really think he is, and he's been on this since I've known him. So... Y'all know how I was about Russ earlier in the season or earlier in the playoffs with him losing again in the first round. And two out two of these three years, he didn't had another super or another star player. I mean, they ain't gonna call Paul George a superstar, not anymore. Um, so Russ is in his I don't know ninth or tenth season. I know he went to UCLA for two years. I think Russ is probably like 30 or about to turn 30. He's 30. Okay, so he's 30. And we know that once you get to the 30 threshold outside of Kevin Durant and LeBron James, you, you look like you're about to start slowing down. <laughs> Steph is 30. He didn't even Steph look like he lost a step. He just don't look like Steph from a few years ago. And you, you touched on it earlier, Russ, them legs don't look as spry as they used to. <laughs> So, at nine, ten years in the league, former league MVP, perennial All Star, triple double king. What What do you think the problem is in OKC? 
he has a good jump shot. Hands down. And, uh, he used to have a little mid-range jumper going, but he doesn't rely on that no more when he comes down running at you full speed and he just pulls up. I thought that was pretty good and solid for him when the years that we had KD with there. And then all of a sudden now he just almost like somebody whispering in the ear, shoot a lot of threes. Like, I guess he's seen that's how the game's going nowadays. But that's, that's definitely not a strong suit. I'm, I'm even more for him going in the post. He's bigger than me. Nine times out of ten, any point guard in the league. Only one that really could match up with him was Derrick Rose. And mm. well, that's not he's not the same no, no more. So yeah. Post him. I don't like I don't I, I just question his IQ sometimes, man. It's like that's one thing I never questioned about AI watching him growing up as my favorite player. But Russ, I just I don't I don't know what he be trying to do. Sometimes like I feel like in, in my heart I know he's trying to do the right thing, but it don't come yeah, out, it right? don't always come out how he wants it to come out. And I'd be like, why did you even think that was going to come out how you thought it was Facts. when you ain't even do it the last time? Facts. <laughs> Facts. So we've, me and you talked about this. Do you feel like, well, outside of Russ changing parts of his game, do you feel like he's got the supporting cast and a coach they will work, or do you feel like he needs a different kind of star player and a different kind of coach to be successful? I think you can put me on record. We will be better next year than we were last year, and I'll tell you why. We'll get Andre Robeson back. Defense? That is going to take so much off Paul George that you're going to think he's an all-star. <laughs> I mean, he is an all-star, but I don't think Paul George is leading nobody to a championship. Mm. We saw this. I mean, I, I mean, you can't thank somebody if, it, if they've never been to the finals for one, so I wouldn't, I wouldn't see that either. But, yeah, I think we're going to be way better because now he doesn't have to play both sides of the ball. And if you played basketball before, playing defense, and then the team asking you to – Get them a bucket also, that is tiring. <laughs> Very tiring. <laughs> so I'm going to hold you to that. Very tiring. On May 19th at 2.30, <laughs> EJ said that the Thunder will be better next year than they are this year. We will be Portland. Oh. Guaranteed. Oh. Oh, okay. Guaranteed. <laughs> so uh, real quickly, oh. real real quickly, <laughs> uh, let's, talk about, let's talk about that. So... You got to tell your man's Russ. Now, I will admit, I love the way that Russ plays because he, he's 100% all game, and I'll never I'll never watch him walk off the court and have it in my head like, oh, he didn't give me all he had. I'll never say that, and I'm with you. That basketball IQ, some games I just be – you standing up looking at the TV like, why? Even I knew that was the wrong play, and I don't even play basketball. So if I know that, you should know that. Cool. But um, we're not going to sit here and act like Dane didn't destroy <laughs> Russ for four out of them five games. He, he, he did his thing. Oh, oh, that's all you got to say? Because I know as soon as them games was hitting triple zeros, you was turning changing the channel. I mean, some trees you just don't bark up, all right? Okay, well, <laughs> you, you leave that alone. I man. just know that one of the most disrespectful things I've seen in basketball in a oh, long time man. was Dane hitting that shot, walking away and saying bye-bye. Yeah, that's 
Yeah. That, that, that made me hot. I was on vacation. I was at Myrtle Beach watching the game, and he did that. Oh, wow. <laughs> vacation over. <man>. Wow. <laughs> wow. That just changed my mood completely. I just knew he was about to get a game and go back to OKC, but they, I guess Dave had. And then the crazy stuff, the stuff I've been seeing on Twitter afterwards, he was talking, I think he said he invited a couple of his teammates over to the, watch the game or whoever was playing that night. And he, they was eating. They just said, out of nowhere, he said, I'm going to get rid of the MFs tonight. I mean, tomorrow night. And I was like, wow. But he was really feeling it. Well, <laughs> like, I, he just really had him feeling some type of way. Truth be told, you you play basketball, you an athlete. I play football and I wrestled in high school. The worst thing you can do to any kind of athlete with any kind of pride mm-hmm. is don't yeah, don't don't try me yeah. like I'm some little boy yeah. or I'm some G League player who just just my first time in the playoffs. Now, granted, Dame Lillard, we all love Dame, but we clearly right. we, watching yeah. this series against the Warriors, yeah. we know this man limitations. Yes. We know his yes. limitations, but Dame Lillard ain't no scrub at all. He's at all he. Yeah. Re- I will never disrespect him. Right, like that. never. So. If he felt some kind of way to host it, and I this we know this all started in the regular season, and then it just got worse <laughs> as the season went along, especially when uh, it I can't remember if it was this year or if it was last year. I think it was this year when Dame was just like blah 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 blah. I get overlooked for the All Star game, this that and the third, and then Russ came back and said, "Well, we got guys out here campaigning to be in the All Star game when they shouldn't be," which. We all took that as a direct shot at Dame Lillard. So this is bad yeah, blood that's been, yeah, been building. So as we say in football, never give a guy bulletin board material. Don't ever do that because you don't know what kind of fire you done lit. And we've seen it throughout history. We, we've seen it throughout history. My favorite, of course, is at the Game 5 in the 2012 uh, Conference Finals, in the East, when after Paul Pierce hit that shot in LeBron's face and they went up 3-2, and Paul Pierce said, he can't guard me, he ain't that good. And then for two days on first take, all I listened to was Stephen A. and Skip telling LeBron this, that, and the third, and then this man came out and dropped 45-15-5. I think that's like maybe the third time ever in life I've seen a player win a game by himself. Win a game by himself. He can say the same thing when, uh, <clears throat> when uh, I think it was uh, – no, one got the first, it's first or second year, Cavs versus Golden State when Clay made the comments. Oh, that, yeah. Uh, he said uh, it was the second year. It was after game four. I think it was game four. Yeah, it was game four because that was when Draymond got suspended, mm-hmm. where he said, I think LeBron just got his feelings hurt. Yeah. And all LeBron did was laugh, <laughs> then 41 41, then yeah. triple double. So, yeah. Do that three one lead. Right. We all I'm all for talking junk, but it's some guys you just know don't rile them up. Don't don't do it. Just like D Wade said uh in his interview with Rachel Nichols, where they was talking to him about um they was talking to him about the all-star game with him and Kobe, where he, him and Kobe had their little rivalry. It didn't really play out like that on on TV because Kobe was winning championships and, and Wade wasn't. Cool. But that year in the All-Star game where he broke Kobe nose and he called Kobe and said, you know, it wasn't no malice since that in the third. And Kobe was like, oh, I love it. Don't even worry about it. And he said, as soon as I hung up the phone, he was like, nah, I didn't get this nigga some ammunition. He about to come out and bust my ass. And 
what happened? When the Heat played the, the, the Lakers the next time, I feel like Kobe was going to D-Wade as many chances as he got. Certain players he don't give that kind of ammunition to. And uh, Russ had to learn the hard way. Man I'm, is one of them players. Right. I'm sorry for your loss. I mean, but. it's fine. <laughs> it's, 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 it's fine. You know, he just he just got to learn for this one. But, yeah. I mean, I want him to always remain the same. Keep that dog in. Facts. So, enough about Russ. Let's talk about this one because me and you was on the same the same <clears throat> thing, especially towards the end. Mm-hmm. So, we watched – Kyrie in Cleveland for three years, never make the playoffs. Good player, all-star player, fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Oh. Best handles I've ever seen. Ever. And probably the best below-the-rim finisher either, because some of the stuff he'd be doing, I'd yeah, be like, that, bro, you that can't. Spin on the best. I yeah, still you, can't do that. You can't do that on 2K. <laughs> um, then we watched him play with Braun, playoffs three years, hit the shot of shots in game seven in the finals. So we thinking, oh, Kyrie probably on his way. Then he asks out of Cleveland. He goes to Boston. First year, looking kind of rough. They hit a stride. He gets hurt. Then they really took off. Mm-hmm. They was one quarter away from going to the NBA Finals. They just ran into LeBron. Yep. Then this year, Kyrie was what? The whole year, he was what, in your opinion? Oh. I want to say dysfunctional. <laughs> I, I don't know what he was. It was he had spurts where he would show like, oh, maybe he can, maybe he can get this done. And then the playoffs came around, and they manhandled the Pacers. I was, which is a solid, they're a solid defensive team. Offensive, they are missing Oladipo bad, but defensively wise, that that was pretty solid. But. And came round two <laughs> against Milwaukee. <laughs> then we started seeing six for 22, seven for 22. Man came on, did a whole interview post game. Said, You won't see no more six for 22 no more. That very next game, that man was, I think, six for 23 or something like that. Yep. And closeout game. Yes. I'm. I'm not going to go as far as say he's not an all-star, but he's definitely not a leader. Definitely. <laughs> definitely not. And, <clears throat> again, I can admit, LeBron was a terrible leader this year, but that's one out of 16 years. Yeah. I watched Kyrie this year, and I don't know what goes on behind the scenes with NBA players, but there ain't never been a star player of a team that ain't this, that hasn't, Throwing their teammates under the bus. Mm-hmm. LeBron's done it. Jordan's done it. Jordan punched one of his teammates for, for crying out loud. Yeah. Kobe's done it. Iverson's done it. Any player has done it. But whatever it is they say, and then whatever goes on between that comment versus maybe the next game or the rest of the season seems to work because it just does. Kyrie said, basically, these kids is me. Mm-hmm. A few years ago, they young and they, they want what they want and they don't want to listen. And he's like, I had to call and apologize. He said in the third, but whatever he did after that clearly didn't work because now I keep getting reports from ESPN and Bleacher Report that teams is like, do we really want Kyrie on our team? Do we want that kind of dysfunction? And this all stems from, in my opinion, 
Y'all can call me a hater if you want. I don't care. Kyrie think that he's Kobe. He's not. And he think that that whole mama mentality, it worked for Kobe. Cool. He was at the right place to do it. It's not working for Kyrie. He looks terrible out here. He, he needs to learn that. The league has changed so much. I don't – there's not a point guard in the league, I think, that is going to lead you to a championship. At all. You cannot – your point guard cannot be your best player on your team. Unless you're the Warriors. Mm, KD has something to say about it. <laughs> First championship. Steph was the best player on the team. I still think Draymond has a lot yeah. to prove. <laughs> but, I, I mean, I love Steph. I love Steph. I love Steph. So, I, I ain't going to knock Steph. I love Steph. You're right. But I think that team, the team, I think the team is just built around him so perfect. True. Because they got the perfect system. Yeah. And they got four shooters and Draymond. Mm-hmm. And Draymond. Especially in any year they won the championship. They they had Barbosa and all them come out the and bench. They had a bench. Yeah. That was and what Barbosa is a blur. Facts. <laughs> blur. <laughs> Even at 30-something yeah. years old when he was playing, he's still yeah, a blur. he was a blur. So, I think Kyrie's probably going to end up in New York. I don't think he's going to go play for the Lakers because if he goes to the Lakers, the first thing that's going to run. Stop you about See, what I feel about Kyrie in New York, they have, I want to say, if Kyrie goes, that would be like four or five point guards over there already. <laughs> well, somebody got to get cut. <laughs> they got Frank. Cut. Emmanuel Moody. Cut. Dennis Smith. Bench. <laughs> Kyrie. Kyrie will be the starter. And I don't I don't feel like Dennis should be bench. Well, if that's the <laughs> case, that. then put Dennis at the two. Because mm. I think Dennis will be better served at the two than he would trying to run the show. But he, I mean, uh, Pure Slasher? Because <laughs> that, that, it, ain't, it ain't no... I, don't take this wrong. I love Dennis, but... Jumper ain't that strong at all. They just call a spade a spade. He ain't got a jumper. Jumper ain't that strong. I mean, but Dennis, he is slasher. He a dunker. Dennis would just need to learn from, like, learn from D-Wade. D-Wade, to this day, still ain't got no serviceable jumper. He has a post game. He does, that but he's but he learned that late. He learned that when he started playing with LeBron. Like I ain't you think so. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, I don't think that he. I don't think that. Um, I think he perfected the year they played Dallas in the finals. Right. I just think that D Wade learned playing with LeBron. <clears throat> I can be a slasher because if I cut to the basket while he's cutting to the basket. He's going to see me, and they're going to go to him, and I'm going to get a wide-open dunk. So I think Dennis could do that too, even though I know Kyrie isn't that much of a passer. But I think for him to – like, he got to learn eventually. You can't go one-on-five. You ain't but so tall, and you not – you don't have the foot speed. Like, if you had – if he had John Wall speed or Iverson or D. Rose's first step with them handles, I could see it. But, you know, he don't. What's – I think he he's fed into the highlight reel. True, he's he's more of that man. And we and I feel like we to blame because that's what we look for. That's that's sports. That's what we going to sports in the see. He's sports in the top. Dribble, 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 dribble. Oh, got him! Right. That that's what we want to see. And I, I don't. That's why I don't. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Wait, he should never left bra for one. That, that yeah. I don't know what you're thinking. Leaving that. 
Yeah. I think they they had an interview with Dame, and Dame was like, "Well, I, I would have took his spot." <laughs> I, what? I go to the final. Who doesn't want to go to the finals every year? Right in the East. <laughs> who does? With it? the king of the league. Who, <laughs> who I, doesn't I, want to go? I guess. I don't understand that. So real quickly, we gonna we gonna touch on this subject because I don't. I really, you know, y'all. I say some crazy stuff. I really do. But what EJ said during the break, I'm trying to tell you. I almost left my own apartment and I pay rent here. It ain't that. Yeah. He acting like it's so far fetched that this yeah. this can't be. This is a possibility. I'm just saying it's an argument, people. Okay, I've been seeing it on every social media too much. All right, y'all. So y'all know that in the 2000 eras, the only players that everybody wanted to watch was Vince Carter, Allen Iverson, Kobe. We like Shaq, KG, and Tracy McGrady. Maybe Steve Francis at the beginning of the of the century. My man's EJ right here said, "What? I'll take Melo over Tracy." He said Carmelo Anthony over Tracy McGrady. Now, of course, yes, I'm overblowing it. Whatever, <laughs> that's what I do. It's not as far fetched as what you're saying, but we're talking skill and talent. Talent, skill, and talent. Talent. I think Tracy McGrady has Carmelo beat. What can Tracy do that Melo couldn't? What what athleticism? What can Melo do that Tracy can't? Footwork. Tracy footwork wasn't that bad. It wasn't like Melo's. I mean, it was like you sat and watched Melo give Kobe buckets. I mean, I did, but I watched Tracy McGrady give Kobe buckets too. And I watched Tracy McGrady do it more than once. But this is a young mellow. Him and Kobe, Tracy and Kobe, same age, maybe. Fine, yeah, but, but I. We talking a young, a young stud. You even said to yourself you thought he was going to be better than LeBron. I did, I did. Do but you think LeBron is better than Tracy McGrady? I think what uh, LeBron course, is the best right? player ever. The best player ever. Ever. Nah, I can't make no argument. I was just playing. <laughs> He's the best player. I've, ever. I've been telling people that for the longest, but. They don't want to hear that Michael Jordan, whatever. LeBron, the best all-around player I've ever seen in my lifetime. Thank you. Ever. Thank you. Thank you. That's <laughs> all that needed to be said. <laughs> but I'm I'm not going to front. Uh, listen. Listen to me. If Tracy McGrady, mm-hmm. we we have to say what if with him because it, it sucks. But had Tracy never got hurt. If he stayed on Orlando, never. Now, if you do that, I'm going to say if Melo never left Denver. I mean, but even if, okay, Melo stays in Denver, Tracy McGrady never gets hurt, stays in Orlando. I think, one, I'm not the I'm not the biggest proponent of, oh, he played in the Eastern Conference. It was easy. But it's not like the East was tearing stuff down back then, especially when Tracy McGrady was on top of the world. Mm-hmm. And to me... 2002, 2003, 2004, part of 2005, Tracy McGrady could have made the legit argument that he was the best player in basketball. And, yes, Kobe was still playing. He was that good. It was Tracy, Kobe, and AI, like you said. But I I still don't don't feel like Tracy would have won a ring at all, still. (sighs) If Melo would have got past that Laker team that won that championship with Kobe, Gasol, and mm-hmm. the other big they had, Melo would have had a ring because they would have went up against Orlando. 
True. <laughs> Melo would have a ring. They'd and be. he was balling that whole series. Facts. But he just ran into Kobe. A determined Kobe at that. <laughs> Kobe was trying to get out of that, yeah, whole, yeah, that uh, whole shack I, thing. Yeah. yeah yes, that, y'all. Yeah, he yes. was fired up. <laughs> that was a fired up Kobe that he lost to. <laughs> I mean, in the series went six games. Mm-hmm. I honestly think it could have went seven, but bad turnover here, bad I shot mean, there. That's you how got, you lose. You got J.R. Smith on the team, ladies and gentlemen. Come on, man. That was when JR was hooping, hooping. He wasn't stupid back then. He <laughs> <laughs> stupid, stupid. He wasn't stupid back then. Um, I mean, it's a debate to be had. And I understand what you're saying. Melo, he could score from all levels. And his footwork, his footwork was what set him apart. Because if Melo got you on the block in an ISO situation, it's either a fadeaway jumper or you are backpedaling and he's pulling up and scoring. From the jab, jab, pump, pump, fake. <laughs> You're going to jump off the pump. pump right, because that pump was real. Yeah. So I'll give – I mean, I, I get it, but if if a draft was coming up and I had my choice, I would probably take Tracy McGrady over Carmelo. Cause That's straight out of high school in Syracuse. I'll probably, probably take Melo then because he's coming off the chip. With uh, Syracuse. True. <laughs> Even with that, he still got drafted third. <laughs> I mean, the Pistons is dumb. I mean, that's LeBron James. Who that no, no, great mind won't pick in that band? Not even that. <laughs> Melo could have had a ring. If the Pistons weren't stupid, they could have drafted him second, <laughs> and he would have fit right. I think that, as I said when I did my little take on Melo, if he went to Detroit – he didn't learn how to play defense. <laughs> he was all he was always a scorer. And when Detroit started to get old, he could have took over that franchise. And then it could have been him and LeBron and him, LeBron, Wade in the East. But it didn't happen. He went to Denver and then he went to the Knicks. And then he went um yeah, to we OKC. Talk about the rest of <laughs> where he been. Because <laughs> those are not arguments. I don't know. That, I don't know who number seven is. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know that guy. Oh man. <laughs> don't know that, no. Oh. I I think that's a that's a good that's a good debate. I've I've never heard that one. I would have never thought to say Trace McGrady or Melo, but I just know one is in the Hall of Fame and you gonna have to wait to see. If... Oh, he's going, definitely going. Yeah, Donovan, definitely going. He's definitely going. Yeah, Donovan. Charles I... Barkley is in the Hall of Fame. I... Oh, don't disrespect Charles. I'm not Barkley. disrespecting Charles, but it's a lot of people. It's a lot of questionable people that shouldn't be there. Okay, I mean, a lot of that's that's a subject for a different day because I can go on and name a list for. <laughs> well, you know what? That's a good idea. We, I'm gonna let him make this list. I can make a list, and for he can come back and he can go over his list, and I'm gonna sit here and give him the straight face <laughs> on every one of these picks because I can't think of anybody off the top of my head that is in the NBA Hall of Fame as players right now. Off the top of my head, I can't think of somebody that shouldn't be there. Not one. Everybody I'm thinking of, T-Mac, Shaq, AI, Yao Ming, Charles Barkley, Carl Malone, David Robinson, all of them guys that I'm thinking of right now, I mean, I'm, there might be one or two in there, but <laughs> I, I'm not – probably because they weren't that that relevant for me to worry about. Exactly. But, if they weren't that relevant, the they fact, shouldn't be in there. But the fact that you said Charles Barkley's name is be beyond I'm make a reference. That's like the WWE. Putting John Cena in the Hall of Fame. He gonna make it. He is, but 
He's, he, no. I know. You know. I know. <laughs> I don't have any respect. You know. I don't have any respect for John He does Cena. not deserve to be Triple H, Shawn Michaels, The Rock, Fact. Stone Cold, and you throw John Cena? It don't even sound right. <laughs> it don't even sound right. You know, I, I get it. He won a lot of championships. He was good for the air he was in. But I just know if he tried this whole hustle, loyalty, <laughs> yeah, respect back, thing no, back then, Stone no, Cold would have slapped him. Yeah, that would have been the last we heard of John Cena. At all. Not uh, well, EJ, I appreciate you stopping by and being on the podcast. No problem. No problem. I appreciate all the support because I know you listen every week. And, um, yeah, we're going to do this again because I want you to make this list. <laughs> and I, I really got to see it because – you know me, I'm a I'm a numbers guy. I mess around and start look oh, look. He done won yeah, two yeah, MVPs. Yeah. Why is he not? Why it's me? So we we can do that for another day. But I do uh I do want to that, and then I also want to do. I seen it on Open Court on NBA TV a few years ago. They had the top fifty players of all time, and their discussion on that episode was who would be the next ten. Ooh. And this is, I think, I want to say this was like six or seven. Oh, what was 2019? This is probably like seven years ago. And I know that the first, they said KG, Kobe, LeBron, Iverson, Tim Duncan. Those were like the five locks. Mm-hmm. And then they started going over the list of players. At that time, KD hadn't won anything. So they was like, but he was going to be on it. They was having a debate about Paul Pierce, whether or not he was be on it. They took Chris Webber out of it and put somebody else. Um Reggie Miller wouldn't say if he deserved to be on the list, but Shaq was like he would put Ray Allen on the list over Reggie Miller, stuff like that. So we can do that too because you know your basketball. Um, but just always remember, Kentucky's trash. Uh, you you a Michigan Wolverine college yes, football sir. fan. They suck Ohio too. State. They Ohio State. We got y'all this year, baby. You've been saying that. I've been saying that for a long time. (laughs) A long time. And it's not come to fruition whatsoever. It is not. But, hey, I'm going to keep saying it until we get them. You got an NFL team? Man, I'm Hold on. And y'all probably wondering why we ain't talking NFL. I'm a Broncos fan, but just know I was a Peyton Manning fan. So, like, when Peyton left, like, part of me just said, forget the NFL. I watch it from time to time. But... The same thing happens every year. I'm never betting against Brady. <laughs> ever. I, I don't blame him. Never ever. I don't blame he him. wins me money every year. <laughs> so I don't really have a team. I just watch it for fun now. I don't blame him. <laughs> um, I can understand that. You know, I, I got a team in the NFL, but as far as basketball is concerned, I've never had a team. It was when I grew up. It was Iverson, and when Iverson left Philly and went to Denver, oh, I guess I'm a root for Denver. And then when he went to Detroit, oh, God, I got to root for Detroit. Then he went to Memphis, like, oh, my God, what is going on? LeBron, same way. Cleveland fan, Miami fan, Cleveland fan again. Now I guess I got to root for the Lakers, sadly. Um, But whatever. So, again, I appreciate you coming on the podcast, man. It's been fun. You you wild. You wild. Let me just um, say this one. Kobe fans. <laughs> He's not better than LeBron. Thank you. He's not even the best Laker of all time. At I don't all, get that. At all. I've seen a tweet today, the audacity of some of you people, that says Steph Curry was better than Magic Johnson. Oh, that's got to stop. Man. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's disrespectful. <laughs> there are a lot of things in sports I debate. 
But when it comes to point guards in the NBA, it's yeah. Magic Johnson and everybody, everybody else. else. Sorry. It's, y'all can't even see it, but he's on live. It's Magic and everybody else is down here, man. Right. And that's including <laughs> that's including yeah. Steph. That's including uh Chris Paul, Jason Kidd, uh all of them. He's Sorry. Magic. What LeBron is, Magic is at the one. Facts. <laughs> it's just no, it was no stopping that for us. <laughs> Facts. But uh I appreciate everybody listening in to the podcast. Again, as always, the marathon continues. This has been another episode of Clutch Time with Mike on the mic. Have a great day.